Welcome to Yelling About That Day. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Joel Miller. Mm, greetings. Oh, my God. We're... I feel like it's been forever since it's, I saw you. It's great to see you. It's good to see you, too. I've been away for 10 days in the Denver area, uh, celebrating the holidays with family. Yep. In, uh, you know, in an extravagant style. Because if you can't go all out and come close to getting gout in the, the days surrounding Christmas, so when can you? I mean, you, uh, you, you definitely looked like it was a tour de force, I would say. We, we didn't hold back. Force. It's the season of indulgence. Uh, and now we're in that weird limbo between Christmas time and the New Year's where you're just like, I'm useless. Yeah. Nothing's getting done. No, nothing's going to get Let's done. Like, and it's the and most useless. T- it's actually a great week. No, you don't really have to work. You're, you're already on kind of a bender, so you're just like, I'm going to plow through to the new year. And then you'll start changing Yeah, and everything. then it's like, oh, a couple of days, I got a week. I got like, uh, I've already gained 10 pounds. What's another three? Right, exactly. I mean, New Year's is what? Tuesday. We're next recording Tuesday, this on Friday. Tuesday, yeah. So I was like, yeah, we got time. So this, is, this, is, this actually might be the best week of the year. This is, this is definitely a good the, week. The in-between limbo. I mean, it's not a bad week. It's just like, I'm, I'm just like... I feel like I'm in a haze right now. I'm just mm. like, of everything that's happening, I'm just I, like... Oh. I, I have been going pretty hard. We went... The, we, as a family, we went pretty meat-centric. We did a huge prime rib for Christmas dinner, like yeah. on Christmas. Uh, and we also got a ham. I think, I think in this... I've never said this before, but I think in this situation, the ham may have been unnecessary. The ham was probably unnecessary. I don't know if I've ever said those words. No, no. That is... Or called any ham anywhere unnecessary, but... The prime rib was so big and so good, meaty, uh, that it like overshot. And the ham was great. It's from this like old school Denver meat place called Old World Meats. It's mm-hmm. like you know honey sm- hickory smoked, honey baked, really best honey baked ham I've ever had. Easy, yeah. but the prime rib just it overshadowed. The, pr- the prime rib is is always going to be the winner in my in my prime in rib my is like mind. the Ferrari of meats. It's impractical. But it's like fun. Not, it's not necessarily yeah. impractical. It's it depends impractical. how many people you have. To how feed. often do you eat prime rib? Not often, right? I mean, I just but there's just no real. Re- I mean, it's a, it's a thing for a gathering. That's it's true. A, it's it's like a focal like point for a. Or gathering. maybe it, maybe it's like the very expensive SUV. It's like it can handle a lot of people. It's not it's not good for the environment or your body. It's the, ca- the canyon arrow of <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah, arrow. it's the canyon arrow. The prime rib was, uh, it was really, really good. I don't think I had had prime rib for an entire year. I mean, I think literally last really? time. I think literally last time I had prime rib was last Christmas. Uh, I really wanted to go to Lowry's with you this year. I've Let's seen, go to Lowry's. I, I really want right, to go. It's like old school. Can we make a resolution school. for 2019? Eat more prime rib. Eat more prime rib. Is that, is that allowable? More table side Caesar salads. Oh, yeah. I, I want that. I is want, that a, did they do that at Lowry's? Oh, absolutely. Dude, I haven't been to Lowry's in like six years. It's been a, it's been a, about five that's years a travesty it's it's a i mean there's i mean how often can you get just a prime rib dinner okay put it on the board 2019 more eat more prime rib eat more show me prime rib uh what else what else do we have what else do you have on your personal board uh more tartars more okay. ra- more raw meats, <laughs> more raw meats. <laughs> i need i need more raw well, you know meats. what's actually good i mean of course i love eating raw meats but i think if you're gonna eat raw meats you have to have a high quality meat so if, yeah like like if you're eating more tartare, that means you're eating more quality meats. Yeah, it means you're eating better and healthier. Tartare I mean, means healthier, baby. I mean, that's basically you're not going to eat that's, shitty tartare. That was exactly my train of thought. I just want to be a healthier human being. I want to be a superhuman. Well, I know that you have tartare in your mind because you went to here's looking at you last night after you got off work. I did, and I'd do it again. I still, I still have to say, wait. 
They changed it to lamb tartare. Or did they change it back? They changed it back to the original okay. one. With so the for beef, those beef who don't know, with the egg yolk and ramps and first yeah. of all, if you haven't listened to our episode with Lynn, you fucked up because that was a great. It, episode. it was great. She was a delight. But yeah, they changed it from the beef tartare to the lamb. I think there was, there may have been a public outcry. I so from the for, masses were so they're they're rioting they're, in the streets of Koreatown. Their uh, head bartender Harry. He told me yesterday, I was like, man, I'm so glad you brought this, they brought this tartare back because I really, really liked this. He's like, did you have the lamb one? I said, no, because I don't want to be a liar. Mm. And I haven't had it. I know you, I think you've had it. Um, I did have it. But I didn't have it. And he's like, I think the lamb one was better. And I was like, how? Because this is a perfect tartare. It's delicious. It really is perfect. You know, that's the thing. That's the thing when there's like a beloved menu item that gets changed. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times people are against it. I can see both sides. Like the lollipop kale at the Wallace. People were mad when you took it off the menu. Well, you're probably sick of making it. You want to innovate your menu, but you also need to, you know, satiate the regulars who are coming and they want that lollipop kale. They, they do. Well, the kale also goes, gets not too great in certain times of the year. So That's true. It's, just, it's different. It's like tartare. You can always, you can always grind well, some quality meats. I will say, I think the beef is better. I'm glad it's back. And here's looking at you. Shout out to HLA. Yeah. Still one of the best restaurants in the city. Yeah. Uh, but... In order to speak in favor of lamb tartare, let me bring up a restaurant that I went to in Denver. Okay. Brand new. Opened around two months. Oh, was it hot? Oh, it's hot? It's red hot. Is it baby. hot? Red hot. You Ooh. walk in there, you're like, oh, it's you're sexy. Like, Ooh. 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 Sexy. Ooh. So it's called Morin, and I think the people who own it have a, have a couple other restaurants. Uh, it seemed like it was like a culinary super group of people coming together. Just a culinary Amazing rock space, group. Fresh oysters at the bar, which I love. Best oysters I've had in a long time. So oh, it's yeah. Perfect oysters. Um, Take that, Zebulon. It's like French, all natural wine list, like pages and pages of a wine list. All right. Uh, all natural, fantastic wine selection. Um, and then I, I, I had already eaten. I popped in for oysters, but then I was like, I have to order one thing. Yeah. Uh, got the lamb tartare. You went by yourself? I went by myself. Ah, okay. Popped in after another dinner. So this was second dinner. It was second dinner. You're like a hobbit. Well, the first dinner was like tapas. So like we had eaten, but it was, you know, <laughs> it's like, but have we really, and this was on the him? way to another place I was going and I'd heard about it. And I was like, I yeah. gotta pop in. It's right yeah. here. So oysters and tartare, that's, oysters that's, that's and tartar a great combo. And two glasses of wine. And then the guy gave me a little, we were talking wine. He gave yeah, me were, you were talking wine? a little free splash. He's like, what, what was that? What kind of egg is that? Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clay the fuck out of here. It was, it was great. And the lamb tartare came with a, uh, a roti, which is actually, I'd never seen a tartare served with a roti. No, nah, nah, well, it I mean, it makes sense. Lamb is, is is regionally it makes sense in that in that area. But in any case, uh, I mean, lamb tartare is great. I love a good lamb. I tartare. love lamb tartare. You know what? I'm gonna put it on the board. 2019, eat more lamb. A good kibe naye, if you will. Ooh, I know. Look at that. Is that the uh, Ethiopian thing? Throwing shit out. I believe it's Moroccan. Okay, I want to say it's Moroccan. Okay, because, don't quote me on that. Because there is that Ethiopian one. That you can get in the like those little Ethiopian restaurants. But, where shout, by the way, shout out to Ethiopian restaurants. They're delicious. They're delicious. I, I, I love it. For for our non Ali listeners, there's a very small. It's literally just a strip. It's called Little Ethiopia. South Fairfax. It's, it's one block or oh, about two blocks. Yeah, and there's like five good restaurants there, and they're and, all great. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a bad meal in Little Ethiopia. My favorite, Masab. Shout out to Masab. Delicious Ethiopian food. Love it. It's great. Just but a bunch of stuff that, that you. Yeah, they have that uh, that one dish that's just. Raw meat that's just like covered in butter. Yeah, that doesn't sound bad. It's so good. Eat more raw meat. Eat more raw meat covered in butter. Put it on the board. I actually have. Put it on the board. I actually have been actively eating more just straight up cheese. Just going and just getting cheese. Just cheese. Hmm. Like go. 
go to Barcovel and just get a cheese. Tell, plate. Uh, tell me your cheese, your, your cheese technique. My cheese technique. Oh, you mean just going to a wine bar and just getting cheese? Just getting, just making a meal out of cheese. As opposed to just drinking wine. As opposed to just getting wine and like something, like not just have, like having charcuterie. I'm going trying to go cheese over charcuterie. So what you're saying is you finally discovered for yourself that wine and cheese is actually amazing together. What? No, it's not about wine and cheese. It's just about the cheese okay. right now. I mean, I know wine. If you're going into wine bars getting cheese. Like you want any wine? You're like I'm here for the I'm cheese. I'm like I'm here for the cheese. Let me get another so, water. Stat. I need more cheese. Bring me an O'Doul's. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, shout out to Covell. I don't go there a ton anymore. I used to go there a lot. It's just a little further away. I usually don't make a past Bandini. <laughs> it's, so, it's so far away. It's free. Oh, the, my God. It might as well be in a, Siberia. Covell's as far east as I go. You know my area of operations. <laughs> I, st- I stay in this little like one by one. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go square. past. Uh, I don't want to go past Virgil. But uh, they have really good food there. And you can get like conservas. Like you can just bust open like an octopus conserva. Yeah. Eat it with your wine. I mean, I love that. Yeah, I, I, I love the vibe there. Super dark. No, no list. They're just like, what do you want? Yes. I'll show you about two to three mm-hmm. wines. You can taste them. And uh, well, then, you know, Bob's your uncle. I love mm-hmm. it. I love I love that. Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> Was that ever? Is that something I'm, you can bring back? I'm bringing it back. Isn't that a By the way, thing? do you know, like, have you, has anyone ever said to you, it's a hard road to hoe? Yes. It's a hard road. Road to hoe. Road, yeah. That drives me crazy. It's one of those things that people fuck up, like, all intents and purposes. Yeah. All intensive purposes. purposes. Yeah. Yeah. Hard. You wouldn't hoe a road. No, that makes no sense. Did and, someone uh, say that to you? Someone recently did. It's like, oh, it's a hard road to hoe. I'm like, how? Do you do that? Yeah, because it's paved. Of course it's hard. <laughs> You're breaking your damn hoe on the pavement. Somebody get the roto-till. Yeah, hard row to hoe. Things like that drive me insane. I'm going to start saying that more. There you go. See? Like Carl, you, I'm saying sweet, sassy, Carl, molassy. You, you I'm, bringing, really tired. I'm bringing back how, antiquated How phrases. are things? Well, you know, it's a hard row to hoe. If you couldn't see that, he wasn't just seething. He I was, was pretending to smoke a cigarette. I wonder, I wonder if farmers, I feel like farmers can say that all the time because they're, they're actually out there hoeing rows. Hey, hey, Clint, how's it going over there? Oh, you uh, know. You know. It's been a tough day, hard row to hoe. Oh, what, you, you think your rows are hard to hoe? Look at my, my rows 10 times longer than yours. <laughs> yeah, you've got a better hoe. Fuck you, Clint. <laughs> farmers definitely don't use hoes anymore. I, I know. That's actually a goal that I have for 2019. Use more hoes? Uh, no. <laughs> Buy a farm. Go to and visit like a cool, like biodynamic, sustainable farm. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll do it. We'll do a Young About Pate field trip. I, I would. I would very much like that. Uh, I was talking to the uh, girls at Honey High, and they had just went and visited Marin Sun Farms, where they get all their meat from, mm-hmm. and they said it was uh, amazing. Yeah. Well, set it up. Just like healthy animals. They're out there in the pastures. The sun is hitting the lush green grass. And you're like, there's I, dew. There's dew everywhere. You're like, I can't wait to eat the fuck I out of I can't wait you. to eat that fucking cow. Did you name that cow? Yeah. It has a name. Well, it's going to die. That actually reminded me of a story. There's a lot of great, uh, a lot of great food writing in, in uh, 2018, of course. But uh, one story that I recently read that sticks out that was in, of specific interest to me was there's a farmer, a uh, sustainable farming operation in Georgia, and they are raising Iberian pigs to make the first American-raised Hamoni Birico. Well, I, we know where Carl's moving. Oh, my God. Think of the, think of the future where we can have Hamoni Birico <laughs> think of the children. for less expensive American-raised Spanish pigs. American Ibirico. I figured that they could charge... Like a little less, but they're not going to go crazy on the discount. But the thing is, it's all about the import. Like when you're in Spain, Iberico is expensive, but it's not like, like here it's like, 
I mean, it's always expensive, but it's just it more is. to get it in the States. That's because you got to get that whole leg. Made. A whole leg is like 1200 bucks. And you know what? It's worth every penny. Every goddamn penny. It's worth every goddamn penny. I will penny. say, over the holidays, we did a lot of meat and cheese platters, of course. There you go. See? Uh, but the highlight was my uh, brother's wife, sister, had bought, brought back Iberico sealed from Spain in a suitcase. <laughs> suitcase meat Jesus. straight from spain like a whole leg no no oh, okay. i wish you get arrested she, at the she, border she's for like, that she's like desperado she has a guitar case <laughs> with a leg in it like she's like holding it like a football doing a heisman <laughs> on a tsa guy he's trying to grab it his face shove do not touch my child no it was like it was like sliced and vacuum sealed oh, okay okay brought okay. over from spain but we busted it out and we paired it with um a couple uh naturally produced italian we had it we had some um prosciutto and some salami both naturally raised delicious uh it was it was a highlight i mean it's it, everything that you posted looked anytime and, i get looked to good. eat iberico with my hands drinking wine surrounded by the company of loved ones <laughs> of course i mean i'm a lucky boy I know you did a lot of hiking Oh did a lot God. of did a lot of Colorado sightseeing. That's the thing about like the family gatherings. It's like there's a lot of wine and heavy foods, and I'm definitely eating more sweets than I would because the desserts are always so good, like handmade pies. My uh, <laughs> eating a lot of pie. So I made a carrot cake that was like uh, the be- literally the best carrot cake I've ever had. No, no, not a fan carrot cake. I think one. it might be my favorite cake. Really? It's this carrot cake so moist, perfect cream cheese frosting. I mean, what other eh. cake is standing against that? Cheesecake. Cheesecake's not a cake. It's, yes, it is. It's, it's a pie. In the, it's in the name. It's a pie. It's, it's a crust filled with filling. They don't, they don't call it cheese pie. Well, it is. But they call it cheesecake. Boston cream pie is a cake. They call that pie. That's wrong. <laughs> I also, also, I love Boston cream pie. You know I'm not a chocolate guy, but something... I, I, the cream chocolate <laughs> ratio, because there's more cream than cho- on a Boston cream pie... Yeah. My mom made an apple cake, brought it in a suitcase out to Colorado. <laughs> There's a lot of Philly. suitcase food. Oh my god! Uh, shout out to my mom and that apple cake because that so moist. Know, Joyce, shout out to Joyce and that yeah, apple cake. Yeah, I knew it. I remembered. She, that's that's her killer apple cake recipe. Is classic from childhood. Um, she has it written down on an index card. Probably down from she generation to generation. So yeah, I was eating a lot more sweets than usual, but. I think it balances out because we would be in bed by like 9.30. <laughs> oh, no. We would like yeah. cook and drink all day and be like, you get the itis. okay, uh, yeah. 9 p.m., time to hit the sack. We'll wake up for a 6 a.m. hike so we can do this all over again tomorrow. Well, what, I mean, you had Christmas. I mean, the restaurant wasn't open on No, restaurants, restaurants weren't open. I, you know, I just, I got some uh, prime. Some much needed I, R&R. I got some prime 28-day dried strip loins that Whoa. I cooked for me and my wife. Oh. It was delectable. Made some, made some uh, mashed potatoes. Just some, on the, on the cast iron? On the cast iron. Mm. Mashed potatoes, country gravy, mac and cheese, toasted bread. Not a green in sight, my friend. I like that a lot of Jews are going Chinese on Christmas. You're going all American. Well, I, so then, then the other day, I had Chinese leftovers, and I had leftovers because my daughter was staying with us over the weekend from El Pollo Loco. Right. I made fried rice daughter, with El Pollo Loco chicken in it. That makes it sound like your daughter usually lives at El Pollo Loco, and she was she, our daughter was she, saying it's from El Pollo Loco, no, she, where she, she usually lives. No, she's from the province of Loco <laughs> in the El Pollo region of, of Mexico. The, no, that's your ancestral homeland in Guatemala. Yeah. But we, I did a, we did a mashup of just le- of leftovers, and we I used some some old t- like white rice from a from a Chinese trip that we took on Saturday, and okay. then some El Pollo Loco chicken thighs, Whoa. and then and then tossed them together, little fish sauce, mm. little samjang, mm. little bit of, of of rice vinegar, some sesame oil. This is why it pays to have a chef for a dad. And we just and we we ate a mashup of stir fry. So, so it was fusion. Perhaps if you will. perhaps you could call it. 
a rose loco. <laughs> would, that, would that be a fitting name? <laughs> a rose frito. But yeah, it's it's been good. I'm gonna try to refocus. I'm try, I'm gonna try to actually try to be somewhat healthy between now and New Year's. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm you know yesterday I ate tartare and a salad. So I feel like I'm doing all right. Right. I mean, Lean. so, but I have been doing aggressive Tom Collins intake lately. <laughs> Wait a second. No, you've you got, switched the vegetable you've, part. You've, 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 you've missed a lot in oh the last 10 days. Oh my God. In the last 10 days. You, you're you're like, gone. I had a Tom Collins. I decided it was my favorite drink and now it's all I drink. No, I, well, Welcome I, back, I, Carl. I, I do love a good Tom Collins and, and it's just like, it's something that's just so delicious and It's great. a classic drink. It's a classic drink and it's, it's just effervescent. It's basically and, a daiquiri Without rum and with soda. It's like a gin daiquiri. It's a gin daiquiri with soda, with soda. water. Basically, I mean, how yeah. can that be bad? It, 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 I mean, it can't, it can't be. be. It can't it can't be, be bad. It's, it's literally impossible to make it, make it Tom bad. Tom Collins kind of got... First of all, who was Tom Collins? Because I feel like we all know who Arnold Palmer is. <laughs> We're throwing around Tom Collins, his but name. By the way, Arnold Palmer, the whole, that whole thing with it was just like, I like, I like iced tea and I like lemonade. What if I just mixed them together? And then they named it after him. I feel like he was the first one to do it. You don't think that someone did, oh, I want an iced tea lemonade. And they just called it that? But they clearly didn't have the cultural reach that Arnold Palmer did. I'm gonna mix Otherwise, we'd be calling it a Jerry Johnson. I'm going to mix red wine and white wine, and I'm going to call it a Joel Miller. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I hope that people do that. I hope when people That's do that, they call it a Joel Miller. Uh, it's a wine suicide. <laughs> Uh, A.K.A. Joel Miller. No, a wine suicide would be when you take like the last little bit of right. each bottle. You go to a like wine eight. tasting and they're like, where would you like to start? You're like, ah, I got it, Pierre. I'll serve myself. You just go down the line, pour I'll, it into your glass. One what's in one. that bucket? It's a bunch of spit. Yeah, just <laughs> throw it in that, there. Take that. Just throw it in there. No, wow. Tom Collins is great. It does have a, a, it does have a decent amount of sugar in it. It does. But but I got the same. So does a daiquiri. Yeah, same with it. But it's but it's also diluted by the soda water, so it doesn't feel as sweet That's as true. you as as a daiquiri actually is. That's true. But I've been on aggressive Tom Collins and wow, it's been it's been a lo- lovely. You've been making like them at home. I, I've, been made, I've been making them all around town. You know, I've been go up and I've been hobnobbing, rubbing elbows with all the people that make Tom Collins. In all town. the hot Tom Collins. All the hot Tom Collins spot. The Tom Collins district down on third. There's a bunch of good bars down there. The best thing is, after you have a Tom Collins, Tom will get in the fucking bed with you. <laughs> Tom will but, drive you home. But uh, I've been doing the aggressive Tom Collins intake, and you know what? I don't regret it, but I also haven't been drinking as much wine. I, wow. I, I leave for 10 days. I, feel, I come back. I don't even know I'm you. Su- I'm surprised I'm not wearing a white linen shirt <laughs> and like and like a, and like a wicker hat. Right. I'm, I'm picturing a hat with of like, some kind. With like, gl- like sunglasses that are like faded light like canary and, blue. And they can like flip up. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what Tom Collins looked like. I don't care if he didn't look Walk, like that. Walking around being like, mmm, it's warm today. <laughs> <laughs> like it's December. It's warm. He's like a southern colonel, but not. We, we need to do some Tom Collins research. I know. We, we really do. There's been a, a severe lack of Tom Collins research that's is been going on here. Is it safe to say that Tom Collins is going to be your drink for 2019? No, 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 no. I think uh, wine still. Or I mean, this is just your final forever. fling before, before New Year's it's, Eve. It's, it's just I love it so much. Just like I love a daiquiri, but all good things must rest. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I would rather have the spice of life by trying multiple wines mm. than having a standard go-to. You know, like, I, I, I do love a classic cocktail from time to time. It's just the sugar ratio. I'm trying. I don't want to have. 2019 That's will true. be the, the, the less sugar year. Yeah. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Less sugar. Ta- more tartare. More cheese plates. More raw meat. Less, less sugar. It's called being healthy, folks. Yeah, exactly. It's called health. And, and of what course. What do you know about it? And, of course, just... 
just just more more like uh more like bitter greens, you know? Like yes. this, more bitter greens. That's what I, I that's feel what like I more chicory. I mean, obviously the internet is awash with uh, you know, food media predictions. I was looking at some articles, it's like there's so much. It was like this is crazy. One thing that I want to get behind and champion, and I also think is just gonna be an overall trend, is like people embracing bitterness. Yes, absolutely. Radicchio. And, and I think other End cultures up. are already way ahead of the American palate on this. But Dude, like, I, I think bitter greens, bitter, greens at, like, bitter, bitter as good. And yeah. I think, you know, we're seeing the American drinking public has embraced Amari, Amaros in a, you know, a very big way in the last five years yes. as cocktail culture has progressed, as the American drinking palate has expanded. And I want to see that embrace of bitterness. And it's already, you know, you already see it. Like, I mean, people love arugula, but I feel like that's dipping a right. toe yeah, let's in the bitter water. Let's step it you, you need You need to go head first. Yeah. You need to just dive head first right on this. Uh, so yeah, uh, eat more bitter things. Eat more bitter things. Be less bitter, eat more bitter. Something like that. Right. Yeah, sure. Or maintain same levels of personal bitterness <laughs> and just eat more bitter food. Yeah, exactly. You are what you eat. I do love radicchio. Who doesn't? I mean, lots of people. Uh, lots of people. Idiots. Uh, lots of people. Cowards. <laughs> Cowards. Fools. You coward. Someone asked for a chopped salad, no radicchio. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Mm. Are you going to have a chopped salad at the new spot? Of course. For, for, I, don't, I don't know if, how you would listen to this podcast and not know, but obviously Joel is opening a sandwich natural wine store in downtown Los Angeles in oh the new year. Yes, we Very are. excited. The opening is imminent. Um, opening is imminent. I saw, your, I saw the new sign got put up. New hand-painted hand painted by Donald Augustus Davidson Fernie. He did? He hand-painted himself. Tight sandwiches, tight wine. Might be the best slogan. <laughs> Might be the best slogan for a restaurant. That tight I sandwiches, tight wines. Well, you know what? A lot of, most restaurants don't have a tagline. Every movie, every movie has a tagline. It's what sells it. Yeah. Sandwich, restaurants, maybe they need a tagline. Yeah. McDonald's has I'm loving it. Taco Bell has run for the border or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's Liv Moss. Is it Liv Moss? Oh, I think that was like, you know, 1980s slogan. No, no. You know, uh, Burger King has, has what? Uh, have it about, your way. Guys, in this crazy 2018, 2019, it's all about branding. 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 Synergy. Buzzwords. <laughs> I'm sorry, but. Synergy, synergy? And, synergy and buzzwords. Aren't those just words that stupid people say to sound smart? I'm in, fired, aren't I? In, yes. Intensitude. Intensitude. Just, just making up fucking garbage words. Yeah, I'll be your guys like marketing. You can just like hire. They're like, who's that? He's just outside drinking a bottle of wine at 11 a.m. They're like, that's our marketing guy. And I'm just like, intensitude. <laughs> synergy. They're like, all right, yeah, we give him a bottle of wine a day. We fired him literally five <laughs> minutes after we hired him. He's just been drinking wine. He brought those wines from home. I think it's great, though, because it tells the general eating public what exactly like, you're about. It's tight. And, and you got sandwiches of wine. Tight. Sandwiches. But we also have Wines. salads. We're going to okay. have about five salads. Okay. And, and, and like, like super, like super simple. Like I want to, I want to just do as simple as humanly possible. Okay. It's I, a small operation. You got to keep it simple. Like who doesn't like lemon juice and olive oil? Fools. Fools. Cowards. Right? Put it on some nice lettuce and shave some fucking cheese on top of it. Boom. Salad. One of the best salads we had over the holidays was a very simple Arugula with lemon juice and shaved parm. Yeah, that sounds uh, great. Good parm. Yeah, that sounds good. It's just like, it's all you need. Yeah. And, I, and to balance out all the heavy, like, scalloped potatoes and meats, it's perfect. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's crunchy, it's bright, it's got the citrus. It's great. It's great. It's great. Also, I should mention, I made shrimp cocktail. I saw uh, that you made shrimp cocktail. You're a big shrimp cocktail. I bought head. raw shrimp, I poached them in a flavorful broth. It's, it's so easy. 
Yeah, I know. Even a Carl could do it. It's it's literally the best party move. Like I, I think this is gonna be my go-to party move. I thought you were on. I thought you were a meat board kind of guy. For you know a party. I am and rolling I, in with the. Meat but board. I've been doing that for years. People know they expect. <laughs> People Carl's like, oh, coming. Carl's coming oh, in. Meat oh, and cheese again. Okay, real original, Carl. Now I'm coming in with fresh poached shrimp. And a house cocktail sauce. Ooh, did I did I fucking microplane some horseradish in there? You goddamn you're gonna, right. You're gonna walk in with a dicky too. And you're just gonna I'm just like, damn, Carl. What? Is it, what? And you're just, you're changing dickie? it up. You're changing it up. Man. What is a dicky? It's it's like a it's like a thing. Just that a fits, collar. It's a thing that fits. It's like a turtleneck, right. but it only it's only covering your neck and okay. like part of your shoulder. Sure. So why would I have under, that? It would go under your shirt. Why because does that cha- why does that connect changing, to shrimp cocktail? Because you're changing it up. <laughs> and you're drinking Tom Collins. I'm drinking Tom Collins in a fucking straw. Hat in, with aviators in, in, in a straw hat with aviators with my white linen pants and my openly flowing Tommy Bahama I'm, t-shirt. I'm picturing Tom Collins as the author Tom Wolf, just in a white suit, <laughs> like with a big hat. I don't know. Tom Collins and Tom Wolf are the same guy. R.I.P. to both of them. Two to- two great Toms. <laughs> two two, two gone great before their time. Two great Toms. But yeah, I could be a shrimp cocktail guy now. I'm actually I'm gonna put that on the board. 2019, eat way more shrimp cocktail. Eat more. Make eat more way shrimp. more shrimp cocktail. Make way more shrimp cocktail. I think to the, the, the time where 2019. 2019. You you learn how to make more food. Yes. You learn how to do the things that you love and yeah. you perfect them at home. You know, making making some pizza at home, cooking fucking shrimp at home. I've been I've been pretty lazy. Like I make food at home pretty regularly, but. I do think for 2019, I want to cook more, more dinner parties. Yes. More dinner parties. I'm 35 now. Going out, running around. You got to host. That's a young man's game. I'm you entertaining. More, What's entertain- entertain- more entertaining. People come in and I say, welcome to my home. <laughs> Hello. Perhaps I'm wearing an ascot. <laughs> Perhaps you are. 2019. Put it on the board. Get an ascot. Get, get an ascot. Or a dickie. Whichever one. Learn how to tie and purchase ascot. That's all I'm for. <laughs> Okay. I do want to entertain more. Uh, And and I think some of the most fun food experiences I've had in the past year were like adult ass dinner parties. Yeah. I mean, not like too adult. Like maybe we're hitting the Perone. Yeah. Maybe we're putting on some loud hip hop. But like the food and everything and the wine is on point. It's as you mature. Drinking out of a solo cup? That's a young man's game. (laughs) Get that the fuck out of here. I'm not drinking that out anymore. Solo cups, but you know, instead, you you can make the transition seamless. But you know, like no more, maybe no more drinking out of solo cups. Maybe um, natural wine pong, if you will. Ooh. You know what I mean? Maybe. Pet nat pong. Pet nat pong. Pet pong. Pet pong. Did I? Did we just invent PNP? Did we just invent 2019's hottest new? Uh, food person party drinking game? God, we're gonna go to like Bandini and they're gonna have a fucking board out in the back and we'll be like, what happened? They'll be like, we listened to the podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's caught on. Well, you know what? It's actually funny. The most expensive game right, exactly. of Pong you've no, ever No, in played. college we would always drink cheap shitty champagne and we called it uh, Pain Pong, aka Champong. So there is a precedent. <laughs> I have done this with sparkling wine and it works. Who wants shitty beer? I'd rather have a uh, pet nap. I don't know, man. Sometimes a shitty beer is all you really need. I drank a Miller Light on the flight on the flight to Los Angeles that night, and I was like, "This beer is was, fucking I think, delicious." I think that was the last drink you had. It was a Miller Light? It was because I didn't drink last night because I'm, I'm taking it easy. You actually were flying into Burbank, so you got to see Gar- Guy Fieri's yes. dumb, the Fieri Plex. If you Shout will. out to for, first of all Burbank Airport. I was gonna say Bob Hope International. I think they changed the name. I think it's now no, Hollywood think, Burbank Airport. Is it? I think it I is. Thought it's still, but it's on Bob Hope like what? I know, but I think they're trying to like make Lane. it like fly into here and go to Hollywood. Like they're trying to like. You know, marketing, branding, synergy, intensitude. So the only Guy Fieri properties 
in the in Southern California are inside this tiny Burbank airport. So there's guys Just hiding guys, away from the general public. Guys highball bar where I think the main attraction is a it's a like plastic skull mug that you get to keep when you have your drink out of it. Branding. Branding. And then guys sandwich joint. It's not sandwich. I, you I can take that D salmon, and shove it up your ass. I'm, I imagine that's a salmon sandwich. You know the D? It's standing in the way of flavor. It's two M's. It's two so M's, it's motherfucker. It's guys, S-A-M-M-I-C-H. Yes, sandwich. Sandwich shop? Uh, joint, I believe. <laughs> and I think, there's, I think there's one other. It's a tiny I, airport. I guarantee that there's flames everywhere on that. There's so many flames. There's so many flames. There's so many flames. There's it's just, like you're walking through hell and back. The main, the main features of all these are just huge cardboard cutouts of him in a flaming shirt looking <laughs> rad as hell. Uh, Can you imagine when he decides to stop dyeing his hair? Like bright fucking like It'll white. be like Trump. Like if Trump ever just had his natural hair, you'd be like, dear God. <laughs> Fury and Trump both know. It's like looking at Medusa. You just turn to stone. And you're like, <gasps> it's like obviously fuck Trump, but it's like, it's effective. If Trump had his natural hair, he would look like the, you know, eight year old man that he is or whatever. He'd look horrible. I mean, he looks ridiculous, but it's working. <laughs> it's worth Guy Fieri. He has, he has the most power. He has the most powerful position in the world. Guy Fieri operates on that same principle. You know what I think? If he just had, if he just had his regular ass hair, he would. Do you know look- what the biggest p- problem with the Trump presidency that I have is? What the biggest thing is that he is the the most powerful man in the world. He gets to travel all around the world. Right. He could literally eat whatever he right. wants. And he, he eats like the, McDonald's. He could have the best day. meals. He could have the best chefs. He could do anything. He could go to fucking Turkmenistan ter- mm. and he could. Get Get the best Pakistani mm-hmm. yeah. cuisine. Yeah. He can go to Michelin star restaurants. He, he, he could do whatever he wants. He's in fucking DC. He can go to Haleo or Mini Bar, yeah. wherever the fuck he feels yeah. like. You know what he does? Not that. And that that honestly bums me out. Well, he's fundamentally tacky, and he has terrible taste. That's the thing about him. He's always been trying to cover up for how bad his taste is by him. like I have a solid gold house. It's like <laughs> yeah, you're still a fucking shithead. But you're right. I would love to see a president completely abuse his power in one regard. Just, <laughs> just for getting the food. Just good food. Like, he's dropping in at fucking like 11 Madison Park on like the busiest day of the year and just like, I gotta get me a table. I'm the president. I, oh, I I'm would so do, sorry. I, I wouldn't even say that. I would just walk in and be like, Right. Leave, leave. I'd have my secret story is throw people out of the, the good booth and they'd be like that was a wealthy Wall Street financier I'd be like fuck him I'm the president <laughs> he was wealthy he was wealthy <laughs> until my secret service guys took him out in the back and curb stopped him anyway this is my table I'd you be bring ruthless. me the entire menu I would have uh, in the back I would just get rid of all the gardens and shit and just put in like farms and like vineyards and, and all that and make, make my own wine and it's a good ha- thing raise my, right. own, <laughs> raise my own fucking like pigs the, the White House has turned into a biodynamic vineyard and like <laughs> and hog farm You're like i'm raising iberian pigs sir tra- this is a security threat you're waiting out here in the tra- large the boots. trade deficit is has expanded but look at my pigs so of my pigs girth <laughs> like sure the deficit's huge but look at these hogs i think i would be the fir- or we would be the first like president i, I would imagine if i was we'd president, we'd you'd, be, president. Be, you'd be vice president sure. or vice right. versa so let's, let's just sure. uh, imagine right. that. the first ones to get impeached for just spending too much money on right. food exactly right. they'd be like okay well. like yeah there's joel and carl again they're drunk okay so in their own vineyard you've taken air force one to san sebastian <laughs> 57 <laughs> times in the course of a year costing the taxpayers upwards of a hundred million dollars we just well i have to eat well you want me to starve we just make we just make a position where it's just like someone who makes reservations for lunch and dinner for us every day let's say you were the president you could choose one white house chef who would you choose one you could use one person to live in the white house with you and cook for you every day oh anyone that i want a eh? anyone 
Um, Who's alive? No, we're not, oh, we're not going back into Tom Collins. No. <laughs> somebody raised a living chef. Somebody raised from the dead. Paul. Bucos. Right. Exactly. Um, I would, I, I would probably, I would probably have to go. I would probably have to go like Thomas Keller. Okay. Or oh, yeah. Safe bet. Have Thomas Keller on hand. Probably pretty good. I would say, I would say Thomas Keller or Damn, this is really hard. It's hard. I, th- I think I'd have to go Jose Andres. I would have to go Jose Andres. Maybe like uh, one of the Adria brothers. Or maybe both of them. Just maybe get Fred and fucking Albert on a fucking retainer. Get in there. I don't, I don't care. Jose Andres just seems like he's like, he's always like smoking a cigar and be like, let me tell you about a time when I was a young man. And like, <laughs> he has stories for days. Uh, also, he just seems like a fun guy. I would honestly, I would just probably have to go Thomas Keller. Like okay. it, everything would be refined. You know, he's opening up a Mexican joint. Like a like a taqueria or whatever up in fucking like Napa. Really? Yeah, he's opening up a, a cocina. Fuck. Fucking a man. Well, look out. Well rounded. Look out for uh, a taquero Thomas Keller. Yeah. Look out for us eating way more raw meat and less sugar. Less sugar. And look out. A diet Coke. Look out for <laughs> me serving elaborate dinner parties <laughs> that feature drinking games based around pet nap. I don't And look out for that. fucking Estretto, tight sandwiches, tight wine coming January up. 2019. January baby, it's happening. God, 2019 is going to be great. 2019 is going to be great. I I I believe that uh I'm going to be eating a lot of sandwiches and okay. drinking lots of wines. Okay. I'm not Did you upset did about you that. guys finalize? I know you were in a bread search. Oh my god. Cuz obviously That's how I get. We've been t- eating, I know. we've been eating You've bread. been doing the Lord's work. I've Joel's been, out I'm, here. I'm doing it so you don't have to. Self with bread for you folks. Yeah. I hope you're happy. I'm all He's I'm doing all it for you. Doughy now. I'm pre-bread no, you look at good. this point. You look good. Um, well, it's just because the beard keeps getting bigger. So you just, just you keep looking the same, but it's just the beard keeps I feel, expanding. I feel rough and tumble right now. <laughs> I really do. It's a long road to hoe. It's a long, <laughs> it's a hard road to hoe all this bread. <laughs> uh, we've settled on one bread, but we're also working with another bakery to make, produce us another kind of bread. That custom might, job. Yeah, uh, a custom job. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a specific amount of hydration and a couple day, a couple day process. What we want, the lightness, like we want a ciabatta that's crunchy on the outside, mm. but not chew, too chewy. The perfect. The perfect sandwich. sandwich. So, so when you get, when you take a bite, it all comes together like right. a layer. I want to be able to cut that with a fork. Right. I will say, I will say, as much as I love the, the classic basic sour bread, it can be hard to get through it's the like, outer it, it, layer. It's like, it's like watching a cow chew cud. You're, it's just like it's your yeah. jaw is yeah. working over. Your jaw's working over. Your jaw's working over. You don't want You're that. look like fucking Rob Stark. <laughs> Powerful job. <laughs> great reference. Great, great job. 2019, it's coming back. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, oh, yeah. John Wick. Fucking. Oh, my God. John, We're having John, John Wick. Wick and John Wick. John Snow. Get and the fuck you out have of a natural wine sandwich, sir. And I'll outside yelling synergy drinking a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah, you can catch me. You want to you find me in 2019? Come to my office. The patio of East Stretto. <laughs> I'll be playing pet pong by myself, throwing it from one side of the patio to the other. I really want to hire like an accordion player with a monkey. I wonder if people do that. Is that, is that like overtly racist? Is it racist? If it, only if he's Italian. You no, have to no. hire like an Italian stare. No, he has to be Italian. I'm saying like it's authentico. His name is Giuseppe. He comes from the old country. Oh, you gave him a quarter. He'll be dancing for hours. He's just like the little like grind organ grinder. Like I would love that. Yeah, I love that authentic Italian organ grinder. I love that. Nobody references organ grinders enough. Well, I love it. Get him. Uh, there you go. I got to get one. There we go. 
Oh man, it'll be me and Giuseppe on the patio all day. Well, this has been a good end of the year, oh, I think. God. I mean, we're looking definitely looking forward, and we have uh, one final guest, a guest who a I've been guest. wanting to get on forever. Uh, but he's such a fucking busy man. He he had a fucking year, um, but finally he's here, and I'm very excited. Our guest today is Andrew T. Andrew, welcome to the show. What's up, dogs? Uh, podcast host. Yeah. Man about town. I don't know about that. Podcast okay. professional. You're kind of like a professional podcast guest at this point. Shit. That's, let me tell you this. I Because so, my, my podcast is like kind of depressing. A host lot of, the of the Yo! Is This Racist yeah. podcast. Like it's fun, but a that lot of That sounds days, like a good time. I don't know why you say it's depressing. Dude, There's sometimes you like, I, when we're like prepping stories and shit, it's just like, fuck, this right. week was rough. Well, you, you take calls in, in your yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. with people asking you if something is racist yeah, or yeah, commenting yeah. on racism. That part is fun because it's always like, uh, the best, it's either like nervous white people right. or uh, <laughs> like white people who are like, it's always white people. Sure. <laughs> no, no, but it, my favorite is that there's always people who like are clearly in the middle of an argument. Right. And, and they're like, like, look, let me call. I'm going to call I'm gonna them. I'm calling the racist hotline. Yeah. Shut up. And it's just like, oh, God. What's like the, what's the most funny thing you've ever heard from a call? I mean, the, the, what is a quadroon? No, <laughs> right. well, there's, there's a lot of calls about quadroons. <laughs> People say shit like that. That's like, like that. another degree away from a mulatto. Andrew, I can I like say quadroon? <laughs> no, you can't. I don't even... I f that's, that's, I feel like, out of fashion, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I like think quadroon's all, out. All that, all that, like... 18th century race science shit is great. Right. You're just like... You get a lot of calls about phrenology. Whoa, yeah. What kind of skulls are the smartest? Right. What's the worst <laughs> skull shape? Um... <laughs> but um what is that i i mean i i feel like the, the the best is when people are just like clearly flustered right and and that can take all kinds of right. shit they're coming from a genuine place of yeah but also freaking out right <laughs> like because it's also like funny because i think for a lot of people like they never have to articulate shit like this and i think they think they're more prepared than they really right. are but that's good you're doing a service you're forcing people to put this shit into words maybe man and, and where, whereas otherwise they might but not. we mostly just make fun of them yeah I'm like what are you gonna do well that's like, what we should do we should have a hotline for bad food opinions oh my yeah. god and people should just call in I, I will say, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then, and then we're just like, no, your opinion's bad. And yeah, we just, I, and, and then, then we, we just, make fun of them relentlessly. And then we just make fun of them relentlessly. You guys, for sure, that's, because I think that's like a thing of like, that that's the type of advice. First of all, I think you guys would be, uh, it's like a lot more broad. People all have terrible food that's ideas. That's true. That's true. You guys, you should like for sure take calls. Everyone has bad food opinions. Yeah. just get That's what I'm noticing more and more on Twitter. It's just becoming... Just, just bad food it's takes wild. left and right. It's, it's like, what are people wild. doing out here? I think that's the the real thing with. It's like shocking how little consensus there is on even what's good. Right. <laughs> it's just like a nightmare at all. People like the most revolting shit. You know what I'm getting into? I mean, Applebee's has built an empire on. Yeah, it. that's true. Yeah. Speaking, I'm, revolting I'm, shit. I'm getting into back into American cheese. Oh, I'm back in. We, we never left. No, I think I think if you if if you were like a good person who is like confident in themselves i think i just got shamed into like oh this is not good for you it's all process and whatnot but right it's the you were shamed away from from american cheese but now you're back yeah. in the fold like when it's when it's the right food it is the best so we opened up a sandwich shop right? yeah, yeah and yeah. we had this really big like discussion with our pr team about the term bodega and is it right. like an appropriated like racist term? Yeah. Oh, sure, Can, sure. Are you allowed well, or not? Bodega is a it? charged term. Is it a, is it charged? Like, how do you feel about bodega? 
I feel like there there's the people who are like, huh. I, I mean, I think that's like one of those like, like things that like when you see things sort of being sort of being appropriated, but also sort of being like, that's how it's used. Like, right. like in New York, everyone says fucking bodega. Right. You know, so that feels, but it's also like, I feel like there's a lot of New York shit where all of a sudden, um, people say stuff. And would you say it anywhere outside of the country? It's like, yikes. I mean, look, I think the thing, the real thing is it's like Los Angeles, has a real ass problem with how we treat Latino folks. Sure. So I, I treat them great. I employ them. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and, and there's, there's also like, like, but yeah, of course, that's like a lot of restaurant I'm, I'm shit, right? I'm part of the problem too. I'm like, like, I've got it all going But that on. shit isn't complicated. I mean, I know like, like, um, you know, whatever. Not, not that, and I have, I have like complex feelings about like someone like David Chang, right? Where you're like, he is for sure doing a lot of great shit for Asian American people. But also, I do wish like he would hire more like local folks at um, what's the fucking Major place? Domo. Major Domo, yeah, right, because that's in L.A. Chinatown, and you go in there. You and- can hire more people from Chinatown directly. Yeah, mm. you know, on some level, right? Yeah, right. I get it. You're you're running a high end place. You need a specific wine person, and like the waiters need to be whatever, right? You know, but. It, it is a thing where it's a little stark, right? It's like there's lots of fucking like, you know, Asian ass people in Chinatown That's true. that don't really work there and don't really reap benefits from from Major Domo specifically. But also, he's like a part of the culture, don't you right? Think they and, could reap the benefit just by them being popular and being open, yeah, of course, you know? right, right. So, so, so it, but you know, so yeah, I guess when I say don't, maybe that's that's not fair. What I, what I mean is, it's like. It's complex, right? They reap some benefits and don't reap others, and and there's like a, 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 you know, a conversation in the community of Asian folks, which is the part of Twitter I think I'm on where I'm like, oh yeah, I don't, because I don't think about a lot of this shit in a way maybe that I should, but you know, so there's some activist folks who are like, you know, Major Domo is not good for. Chinatown specifically. You know, there was like some bums who were living in that alley before he opened. And now they're like, now I can't even fucking find a place to sleep. I mean, we we got rich people coming and going past my bed all the time. I, I I mean, but that, that's like how LA does it. That's the thing I, I've, I've realized about LA, like, you know, gentrification or redevelopment, like however you want to talk about it. It happens so much. Like, I feel like in New York, it's like more grit. I don't know why. How did this turn? I'm like basically like wearing Tim's and a Yankees hat. All of a sudden, just like, yo, <laughs> you're basically Jay-Z. Yo, bodega, in New York, though, in New York, it's like this. But I do feel like New York shit like gentrifies more slowly than Los Angeles. Like Los Angeles goes from like zero to a thousand like like what you see with downtown. Yeah, I mean downtown the comparisons are so stark because it's still so pockety. It'll be like yeah, yeah really one is. street over there's a million dollar loft and then like yeah, you walk on the street block, over there's all tents. Yeah. yeah it's and like, I'm not saying it's like better or worse, but at least in New York like when you watched like Brooklyn gentrifying, it would like grow. It was just more gradual. Okay. You know, it's like you you have like you know, poor white artists move in and then they start supporting, you know, whatever and then and it's it's still like a problem. It displaces people who are there, and like you know, it's not usually done in the best way. But like, I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel like all of a sudden you you go from Skid Row to like you know. Well, when Dave Chang plops down a mega restaurant in the fucking neighborhood, yeah, I mean, it, it's. 
I, and I don't know if that's better or worse, honestly. Like, I'm well, not saying like... We'll find out in a couple years. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not something that you're not going to find out now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, People but, are always going to be mad when something new comes in that that threatens the old, the, the old totally. guard or anything totally. the way it was. Have you know? been and, to Major Domo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do yeah. you think? I also think... Wow. <laughs> I guess I'll just say it. That's also a loaded question. <laughs> well, I, I will say this. I feel like most of the shit I liked best there, you could get it for... A fifth of the price. A fifth of the price, 20 minutes east or 20 minutes what west. What did you like best? Um, I think like the, uh, the was it the rice balls? I didn't have the rice balls. I just got that to, sounds like something at Cheesecake Factory. I just go to Cape Town, guys. <laughs> like, I liked the Bing bread. I enjoyed the Bing bread. Uh, did not have the crab fried rice or short rib because they were been out of it. Were you, yeah. You've been twice or only I've once? I've only been once. Oh, uh, okay. I, I haven't been. I would like to go back. Yeah. Fried skate. Yeah, didn't yeah. get the fried skate either. That sounds fucking like what I want. There's good shit. There's good shit there, but it's really expensive. And it, again, I think like, they have like boiled them. chicken that's like a hundred dollars or something like ridiculous. Yeah, just go to Arcadia. It dudes. is. It's expensive. <laughs> like, it's I, all so you're there. paying for the name. You're yeah, for you're paying name. for the name, and you're paying for like better ingredients. And and but but the thing with David Chang is like it is a little bit like it's like the 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 big you know parts of as far as asianist goes it's like the big parts of the community right where it's like he does a lot to popularize and normalize asian americanness but you kind of can't you know discount the fact that a big part of his audience is like affluent white people sure yeah and then you're like well but that's not a bad thing in and of itself yeah not necessarily but you know, it's just something to keep in mind is that there, there are people can have differing opinions on him and they can all be true. I think like he does a lot of shit for, you know, big a Asian people. Right. But some specific Asian people don't see the same benefits from it. He's a complex man. Yeah. He's and like a complex shit, right? figure. Like I think like all of gentrification is complicated. Right. Like, you know, I'm from fucking Michigan. I just went back home for Thanksgiving to Detroit and I'm not from Detroit, but a lot of my friends live out there now. But you're like, you know, it's fucking complicated. Yeah. Like Detroit was in bad shape and it's partially coming back and it is definitely being gentrified by a lot of like hipster white folks. Right. They're moving into like a warehouse or a fucking yeah. place. But it's that... also not the worst. Th- you know what I mean? I, I, It's not bad. No, like, it will it's not, it'll, it'll help. Yeah. In some sure. way, shape or form. People are you moving know? in. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're doing Charge things. Charge the economy. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone will start art. opening kale salad restaurants. And yeah. Did you go to any cool like places in Detroit that had opened recently that you were like, this is like one of the good parts because some guy moved in and opened a fucking oh. pizza store in a fucking building. That I will was say this actually, my friend, well, it's also a little, cause it's like Detroit is like, you know, or this generation of Detroit, there are people who are like, you know, Detroit natives that are kind of like, like were born pre white flight. And so there used to be a time when like Detroit was a little more diverse also. So like there's like the native Detroiter, you know, like, like the show Detroiters, there's those white dudes around who are like fucking, you know, grimy ass Eminem style dudes too, where you're just like, yeah, you're clearly Detroit, man. (laughs) Like, um, so, so it's like, uh, at least from a, like I grew up in the suburbs. So like maybe this is a bit of an outsider's take on it, but there is like a slightly less racialized component to like the way Detroit is, kind of coming back i think maybe okay. I'm, well that's I'm good sure people are like 
there's something I said something is dumb there, there. Is there but, a restaurant called Mom's Spaghetti in Detroit? I mean, there has to be. Right? At this point, there better point, be. I, there's like, like nine of them. It's like Mom's Spaghetti number three. I this feel is like the original Mom's Spaghetti. It would be. It would be amazing. I think it would be whoever. Holds, if it's not, we'll open it up. Who? Yeah. Do, who? Whoever produced Eight Mile. One of those companies has to have a stake in one of the fucking weirdo casinos in, in there. Is there a lot of weirdo casinos? Well, yeah, because they legalize gambling. So there's like an MGM oh, and a, right. like a, a casino called Motor City that I That's think. That's how you know like the a- city's like things are getting bad. It's like, just fucking legalize gambling. Yeah, just yeah, we don't have that, it. That's that old Simpsons, that they, old Simpsons yeah. one where it's just like, how do we put money into the economy? Fuck it. Let's open a casino. <laughs> oh, my God. And those casinos are weird as fuck. Anyway. I, I, you know, one of those places should open like an M&M presents mom spaghetti factory yeah. inside. The yes. Uh, um, I bet you Roy Choi will probably open it up because he. Yeah. He, it's he just an old spaghetti now. factory, but they've written like mom's, mom's on the sign. They're like, this it, is up. Like a Vons, a Vons John style shit. Um, oh, no. But my friend uh, Matt Z uh, is doing like pop up pizza down in Detroit. So if you're around. What I, is I, the Detroit people, style? Because you hear a lot oh, about it's like it. A, it's like a pan, it's like a, right? He does. He she does pan. a. It's basically so. Detroit style pizza is basically uh, focaccia. Pizza that tells you to go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's, a, it's like focaccia with cheddar. <laughs> I mean, that, that sounds good. Um, it's not even mozzarella. It's not even real bread. Well, it's a little. It's mozzarella and cheddar and sometimes uh, pizza curds. with government cheese. You're like, God. Well, may, oh shit. This that's, maybe very that's good. why I'm back on this American cheese kick. Government cheese needs to make a comeback. Yeah. How does it feel to be back on American cheese? I need vitamin chemical. Whatever. Well, it's funny <laughs> because. <racist. laughs> It's what funny because <laughs> before before the show, you were talking how you're trying to to oh yeah, yeah cut yeah, out yeah. white people carbs a little bit, but you're back on American cheese. Wait, what's white people carbs? All right, glad you asked. That. I wow, was, I was put trying, it on the board. I was trying to modulate my my carb intake because I was like, especially at that second half, right, trying to be year, healthy like, in 2019. I was like, my shit is like like fucking terrible i started it before actually okay. basically thanksgiving is when all that shit went out the window well thanksgiving you, you can you can hit like a rock bottom or a reckoning where you're like okay, i gotta so make some changes i really so stuffing would be a white person carb oh yeah yeah mashed so potatoes a nice detroit okay. style pizza no no but basically it, it was like i'm cutting out carbs except for uh rice and like asian noodles That's right racist, man. and then but i i'm just saying i needed some way to like to differentiate the to, carbs to, in your life. I need it because I was like, to I, manage can, I, I can't be like a f- full cut out carbs person because I just, I'm not prepared for that psychologically. It's, but it's I really like, hard to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I was just like, but cutting wanna... out carbs in general? Yeah. Yeah. Like no, entirely. Yeah, like I was like, I don't want to do that. I did it like pretty hardcore for probably around five months and it's, it's not fun. It sucks. How are you going to live? I, I, I need bread. Yeah. We all need bread. But I feel like it kind of works, though. I would, oh, I would it say definitely this. works. I was just like, oh, shit. Well, it would be like cutting out sugar or something or yeah, dairy yeah, from yeah, your yeah, diet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. those all work. Yeah. But do you want to? Right. I'd rather exactly. cut out sugar sugar before dairy before yeah, carbs. Yeah. Yes. Sugar, I'm not like, I don't have a problem. Like, I don't crave sugar. Like, I'm, I'm not like sugar a sugar head. Sugar and a lot of shit. Like, a lot of Asian yeah. shit. There's tons of sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. But like, yeah, I, you, I don't have like the sweet tooth where like I crave sugar. But like, sometimes I'm just like, I want a fucking piece of bread with butter. Carl, Carl yeah, you're yeah, not yeah, sitting yeah. up in your in your ha- in your like room just like eating a bunch of Snickers bars. at like, no, that's yeah. the thing. I've never been a sweet chomp, tooth. Chomp, chomp. But like, when I was being really militant about like super no carb, no sugar, I found myself just like wanting bread. Yeah, like more than noodles or rice or you know a pasta. But it was I like think, I want I think, some fucking I think bread. To me, that's that's maybe the reason I drew my line. It was like. I, I don't as much have the craving for bread, but sometimes I'm like, fuck, I want rice. You know what I mean? Like, but how often I, I do you have a craving for rice? I eat yeah. rice. I eat rice probably more than any bread. Like every day? Every other day, at least. Huh. 
I'm I love to... rice. Rice is fucking delicious. I think it's a perfect food. Rice is rice is rice is rice is great. There's so many kinds of rice. I could go full Bubba fucking. If you had to go, if you you had to go one carb for the rest of your life, I guess it's rice. It's gotta be rice. I would go rice. Yeah, I would go rice easily over over pasta. Easily over pasta. Over bread. Especially if you can count rice over bread. I would go rice over bread. Huh? I think it's just more satisfying. Mm. That'd be a tough call. I feel like I, I mean, might have to go bread. I, I, lo- I love these like hypothetical things. Yeah, like you gotta answer this question. No, gun to your head. It'd be like that yeah, would yeah. never happen. Rice or bread, motherfucker. Rice or bread. Make the call. We're almost there. We Don't will worry. murder no, your daughter. The country's going in that quest in that direction where <laughs> right. people start getting those questions. We all know what Trump head. would say. He'd be like, "Rice, I don't eat that shit." Yeah. Well, Trump what apparently eats burgers without without the bun. But what if what if you said carbs? Oh, like, really? Ri- fried chicken or bread? He would. His head would explode. Yeah, that's true. I think it's it's I, the the thing with the sugar though is it's it's so hard to cut to actually cut out sugar because there's, like, I mean, totally. there's trace amounts yeah. of sugar or anything. I mean, you yeah, can't have yeah. like orange juice and yeah, like, no or sugar. like most fruits. Like, oh yeah, like tom- any any tomato. Fruit. <laughs> you know, like that's it's what is it? there's there's just a bunch of shit where you're like yeah, onions, surprising amount of sugar. All things considered, man, if I can't eat chicken teriyaki at least like five times a week, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna fucking it's lose fucking it. hard. Anyway, I just needed a guideline, and and that basically works. What, for what are me? the most like racist ass shit you see in food? <laughs> like when you look at something, you're like, that's fucked up. Like I don't want to. Oh see that. well, there was that fucking. I mean the the Asian thing that happened. What's his name? The dude that the I think his name's Andrew something. Oh yeah, opened, he opened up that Chinese place or whatever. Yeah, he opened like a, a Chinese place, and and it's we're talking about Zimmerns. Yeah. 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 Zimmern. Yeah, yeah, I literally didn't know his name. Yeah, Andrew Zimmern. Like I like how I called out all kinds of people who I'm just like I don't know this fucking dude. Who's that guy? Um, the fucking shiny yeah, yeah. shiny bald oh. guy with the but, shiny but, head. Yeah. So right, but I think there's a lot of there's a lot of um like. And look, again, it's not like 100%, obviously, because it's like these people, I'm sure, genuinely feel like I'm introducing China right. to middle America. I'm positive he genuinely believes that. Right. Like when you open the door, instead of going like ding dong, it just goes da 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 You're like, that means, like, it makes sense to me. He's like, it'll be great. That's, Trust that's me. Put the, the doorbell in. <laughs> I think, I think that's a, there's, like, there's like a big problem, I think, in like, like... And again, I I, I just want to. I'll just say it, and then like just say it. Speak just your know truth, that child. It's like it's well, but it's like it's less of a truth. It's just like one part of the truth, which is like like there's a lot of like white dudes in food who are very very confident about how much they know about something. Right. Well, because they train there. Like yeah, you're Rick is, Bayless. Which they, is like, they, I, I went to China for a week. But but I know everything. But there's even like um like what's this fucking the the pok pok dude right? It's like I, the food is phenomenal. Yeah, right? pok pok's great. The food yeah. is really good. But like I I it's just thing where it's like even like the optics some like like it's they they don't consider the optics of being i like, think that was the problem with the zimmer and thing it was just like this is so badly yeah. conceived if, it, it's more it's it was you had a place like tex wasabi's like, soldiers on yeah right but, exactly but i will say this like tex wasabi's at least is a little bit more like straightforward about, right. about what it well is. asian cowboys love tex wasabi's it has the support <laughs> of the asian cowboy community so that i think that's very important oh god is that a thing save a horse ride an asian cowboy oh, save a koi fish Christ. ride an asian cowboy what's the logo it's, it's like a, it's a it's a like guy with a big mustache holding his hat like he's riding a bull but right. he's riding a koi fish right and the koi fish has a, like a like a saddle yes and he is riding a koi fish like a bronco yeah. there it is y'all okay. yeah my my enormous fish is saddled up outside so, <laughs> so need, that, that's whose fish it was water. outside yeah. Yeah. pull up, pull up on the koi fish. fish 
No, I, I mean, but right, it's like, but it is also true. They, this, I think the thing is with, with those guys is they are doing on some level the thing they say they're doing, but it is a, you know, yeah, Japanese barbecue seafood fusion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, even, even like, like with Pac Pac, right? It's like he is for sure giving good food and introducing like flavors that. Well, what do you that, think was his biggest problem then? Being in LA, was it just I because think, there's such opened, an abundance of Thai food? Yeah, he opened a little bit early, and the place that he opened was like, you know, Chang can drop a mega restaurant in the middle of nowhere in Chinatown, but like, yeah, where he opened in Chinatown, it was like, yeah, two but also years the pop up that Thai shuttered as well. Like, yeah. you think it would have been a better move just to open up that little little guy next to Howland Ray's in Chinatown and been like, fuck it. This that is restaurant was huge when it was open. I mean, it must have cost a fucking fortune oh, to yeah. keep open. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, it's also, yeah. Now I there's mean, Bauhaus, and that place is good. Uh, okay. Yeah, I. But I mean, I think all those places. It, it is. It's just like a little bit. I think there's just something a little bit grating when like. And look, this is from a person. I'm I'm Asian, right? But I was born in Michigan, right? Like one the of the only, whitest states. Yeah, the only direct experience I have with shit. I mean, is people call that the China of the mind. So I don't understand what you're but, saying. No, do you know there, there's a legitimate like I realized there's a bunch of shit that only my parents do that I assume is Chinese. Like what? <laughs> you I'm know not what positive. I mean? I, You're like, like screaming at me? That's Chinese. Yeah, screaming yeah. at me to clean my room? That's I assume, I assume right all there. Chinese people just fucking hate me, right? Right. Um, no, 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 but like I'm, I'm trying to think um, like my mom has like a, a real thing where she like you know, she's cooking in in Michigan and buying stuff from like the, the grocery stores in Michigan. Um, and I know there's, there's like a thing that like, I know they do this in Hong Kong, but just trust me, my mom does it different and worse where she will, um, like saute iceberg lettuce, like Chinese style, like, like ginger and oyster sauce and something. That sounds good. It's not. Okay. <laughs> it's super gross. It's fucking iceberg lettuce, dog. Yeah, but then, the she, worst. but then she put it on a taco. I like I was like, what the hell? I like iceberg I think lettuce. iceberg is a very underrated Iceberg's lettuce. underrated. Oh, dude. Just saute it because it's. I'll take iceberg over romaine any day. It has such a high water content. It gets a little slimy the way she does okay, it. And it's yeah, just maybe. gross. It's, it's just like eating ochre, especially if you're putting oyster sauce on yeah, it. Yeah, it's just. But and, and and I'm trying to think like other shit like that, like like. She had a weird Mrs. thing. Mrs. T, that sounds great. Don't listen to him. That sounds she delicious. She would fuck with like lake perch, but done like Chinese style sometimes. And I just didn't know where it came from. So it has a little bit of like the like Michigan muddiness, but it's also been steamed and has like, you know, I just didn't know. Okay. You know, like. So like, you're eating like a strictly like Chinese influenced diet when you're growing up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My okay. mom was only good at cooking Chinese food. Did your um, dad ever cook? I don't. So she was good at cooking. So, but did you I feel like you're like throwing her under a bus? Like Burger King thrown in there, where she was like, "All right, you, oh, you got straight oh, yeah, A's yeah, on your yeah, math yeah, test." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would Burger fuck King. with um, uh, the uh, Pizza Hut by my house a lot. <laughs> I, I did really like Pizza Hut as a kid. There's something about I think well, when it was an actual content. hut when you could actually yeah, yeah, go yeah. in there. Yeah, we yeah and it was we would under go, that hat umbrella. We would go to the legit hut. They had the actual salad bar there. I'm trying to think when my dad would. My dad's main move is garlic salt on a T-bone. That's um, a great move. I mean, your dad is a smart man. That's a strong fucking then, move. And then you know what? And we then he put do? a bunch of oyster sauce and ginger on it. Right. No, but what that we would served do, with a sauteed lettuce. We would, serve, we would legit serve it with uh, fried or not fried rice, white rice. And I'm realizing one of my favorite weirdo who eats this foods is um, 
like T-bone juice with a ton of garlic salt in it and white rice. That sounds together. great. That sounds delicious. It was I don't, fucking good. That's but why no, I, one, no one on earth you, eats that You know what I think? Like your dad was ahead of your time. Yeah. Right? To the supremacy of rice, I will say, I think it... In terms of a juice absorber or bed yeah. for something, it's unparalleled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're yeah. gonna get more absorption out of rice than you could out of even. I will, I will fuck with a, a bread and like getting the last of the sauce. Yeah, sure, that, of course. Right, Sopping, yeah. I love a yeah. sop. Yeah. I love a Who good sop. like a good sop, but like just just rice with something that like just like Worcestershire sauce on rice is fucking good? delicious. Oh, it's man. so good. Yeah. I, I I yesterday was my uh, I mean, my I'm grandma's. I'm not seven anymore, so I don't do it. <laughs> we celebrated my grandma's uh, 100th birthday party or birthday yesterday. Damn. We went to the Chinese banquet. Wait. Happy birthday, what? grandma. Shout out for Shout 100 out to, years. To grandma. Um, but she fucking. She probably cooks great. She's okay. What's the secret to her longevity? Does she share it with you? It's like MSG. Oh man, she's like <laughs> MSG fucking just pissed off all the time. Pissed off know. all the time. Just her yeah. anger. Her anger yeah, is sustaining her. She, her like butt, the, blood the boils Hulk. so hard that it just yeah. makes it more pure. She's like, I ain't dying. Right. Fuck pure all spite. Y'all. Pure spite can keep you alive she for hated, 100 years. She hated this restaurant we went to. But I, my, my, the we, I just had we did like the Chinese banquet fish, which is like steamed fish, and then they do like uh, soy sauce and like um, oil, basically. That sounds great. It. It's really, sounds it's really great. good. But my the last thing I ate yesterday was basically just like white a bowl of, like one last bowl of white rice and just the soy sauce. That's all you need. From the thing. Just some nice the whole juice. Bowl. It was so fucking good. Fragrant yeah. juice. That's my favorite food. I yeah, think. and that 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 cost on that is like no dollars and no cents. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 It well, like you leftover see, leftover fish garbage. <laughs> you know, like a place like uh, Rice Bar. Yeah. Or, and there's that new place, Rice Box. Yes. You got Sorry Sorry Store. Like, people love rice bowls. People, yeah. love rice. people just want to eat a fucking that, rice bowl. I'm surprised that there's not like a fast casual where it's just like six different kinds of rice and different sauces and accoutrement. You could just kind of make your own thing. Isn't like, like Chipotle. No, like what? No, like different, uh, like, but like you can get like sticky rice. You can get like basmati rice. You can get fucking like any kind of rice. Like, f- culturally, something like what's that. that has culturally, to be place across from the arc light that I uh, have never been to, but assume is that. <laughs> It's oh, got like it, that place closed. Oh, did it close? Okay, it was it kind of like a, it was like shop house. Yes. Yeah. It, oh, shop house eight. But was, was I just like assumed Asian, that was right? that. I've never been. I thought that was like a specifically Asian. I'm sure concept. it was Asian. Yeah. yeah You're saying like rice from around the world, like Moroccan rice, like Spanish rice, and you can just get different protein and sauce. A so like the protein yeah. of rice. So like the proteins are all just like but like salt and pepper, and then you can get a rice on uh, you get a sauce on top of it that yeah. makes it whatever cultural thing that's, that it that's is. That's what Yoshinoya has. <laughs> Yoshinoya. Don't you dare talk about Yoshinoya <laughs> that Japanese way. Japanese for quality beef. Yoshino- I've never Yoshinoya been to Yoshinoya. Like, want diarrhea? Eat anything from oh, here. Oh man, I. It looks aggressively bad. It's super bad. Uh, I've been it's to Yoshinoya a couple. It it is my like. What did is I, your guilty? You've pleasure? eaten there? No, I've eaten there a couple times. It's not my guilty pleasure. It is like my. Um, all right, I think I can fuck with this in a drive-through. I've definitely like the two times I had it. One time I for sure was driving with my knees while I was right. eating it. And it was it's like, a meal of desperation. Yeah, it really. No, it's no one's plan A. There was there was one there's that that like one in Hollywood that is maybe like the worst one. It on looks Earth. just bad and God. sad. I think that's the one I've got. I've been to twice. Perfect. Yeah, like people's lives are yeah. in shambles in there. Yeah, it has like you know a what is D good? rating. The pollo loco rice bowl. 
is fucking great. Pollo Loco is fucking good. Uh, Pollo Loco, I think, is my favorite fast food restaurant. That's insane. I feel, what's I, the best? What's your favorite? What? You love El Pollo Loco. Uh, my daughter loves El Pollo Loco. El Pollo um, Loco is fucking great. Your, You're about to badmouth El Pollo Loco right now? I will badmouth El Whoa, Pollo what's Loco. Your, wait, they what? changed their rice recipe over the years. It used to be really, really good. Now it's terrible. Now it tastes uh, like Uncle Ben's. Actually, ooh. Uncle Ben's rice probably tastes better. Yeah, Uncle Ben's. To be their fair, chicken no. still tastes good. I haven't yeah, been really there good. in a while, but I used to go there all the time. I, well, yeah. I go there at least once every other week because of my daughter. Wait, but what's, what's your favorite fast food? <sighs> I will say this also. I fucked up a Crunchwrap Supreme on uh, on New Year's Day. Damn. Starting the I mean, year Taco right. Bell is definitely, I, that was Taco actually, Bell is definitely up That there. was my first food of 2019. I mean, in and fucking 100%. I think in like a perfect Taco Bell actually Ronald. might be quintessential white person carbs. Yes, I know. That was right. Taco, I, I, I basically, at the holidays, all my The holidays are a wash. Yeah, Taco I, Bell, because I'm, I grew up very, very white. Yeah, Taco yeah. Bell was like my first introduction into Mexican food. Yeah. That was, and, I, and I thought all tacos were crunchy. But that, that's them. like a thing, so, right? It's with like ground beef. Yeah. There is like a thing where you're like, that's the leading edge of how people get introduced to shit. Sure. And that's like not, it has value. Right? I remember moving to California like, and seeing Del Taco for the first time and being like, a new taco yeah. restaurant. There's more than one, <laughs> and then types. I would just like go to Del Taco all the time. Like, it's so good. Yeah, you go to Del Taco all the time and get French fries and a double bacon cheeseburger. Because no, I would get those menu. little tacos and I loved them. And then I realized they were fucking terrible. Do but they, I didn't know any they better. Have crinkle fries. At they have Del crinkle taco? fries there. Yeah. Yeah. Crinkle and they come fries. in a cup. You could probably That's make a, like a. Oh, do they do like a like a like a California San burrito? Yeah, or something? yeah. Nah, no, I don't think so. I don't it's think weird so. that they don't. The best thing Del Taco ever does it's it's seasonal, so you know it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called like a crispy Baja shrimp taco, and it's just like Baja sauce, which is like mayonnaise and yeah, cilantro yeah. on top of like yeah. fried shrimp that's like not crunchy at all. Yeah, the cream like to little, shrimp ratio yeah, or the to fish all ratio. Is but it was insane. like, but it, it it tasted so unbelievably good. I was like, I really, I really like these. Like. It's like, God. it was my McRib. I've never had a McRib. That was oh, my version of the McRib. Up, yeah. I will, I, I have eaten almost every McRib that has been available since I, I'm I, I fucking love that, McRibs. That, that legitimately grosses me out. It, it is kind of gross. I it's love super them, gross. Though. It's weird. It is the fact that they're limited by time. I'm like, well, I but like what by time? McRib. Because like they have to make those into like those those patties that look like fake ribs. They so just what, have a press. They, they have like a stamp. They, like, yeah. at, the, at the shop, and they're like, it's time to get the McRib press out again, boy. Get yeah. out the mold. Yeah. I assume there's a, like a section of the McDonald's factory that's like really happy when it's McRib time. Right. McRib making seasons back. The, the, just change it up. All a the Oompa Loompas come out and they get sing the a team, special song about get McRibs. Get the team back together. Yeah. It's yeah. Like yeah it's get the mold the out of the crawl space. Get it out. Oh, We're doing Mc, it again. The McRib boys are back. It really is just like a triumph of marketing because it's like. Uh, it's back. Yeah, yeah. Well, you better you, get did it. Did you see that thing? That's like that's like you can predict basically anytime pork futures go down, <laughs> like four months later, McRib is back. Like it, hundred percent is like pork goes down or like whatever the the not pork belly the the whatever the rest of the pig is goes down. Yeah, yeah. Right. all the, and the then anuses and the snouts. And it's right, super exactly. cheap. You, they must. And then you're like, that must fuck up the hot dog market. Like, right, exactly. There's like, there's like, the hot like, dog market. McDonald's bought yeah. all the parts for yeah. fucking the McRibs. We're, we're shit out of luck. Fuck. It's like this ballpark Frank cost me forty five dollars a pack. Put yeah. in more sawdust. <laughs> oh man, God, these it's... gym mats have very little meat in them. I, I love my ass uh, McRib though. So so it's in gross, besides but, yeah. uh, avoiding yeah. white people carbs, do you have any uh, goals, culinary or otherwise, for going forward into 2019? Oh shit. You know what? I kind of did. I I I'd had um, 
all of the uh, the crab um, bodies in um, in my freezer. Oh, you were making stock. I made. I saw I that. Made, I made crab oil. I made four gallons of crab stock. Damn, it's gross. Wait, it, so you had just bodies? I should in have the brought freezer? some over. Fuck. You should have. I want yeah, that stock. Shit. I literally could have just given you like two quarts. Like so you had bodies that. in the freezer from a crab feast. Uh, from a couple, uh, yeah, friend of friend of this show, Sheng Wang and I Shout are, Sheng Wang. are in uh, a, a crab club. What? With like a bunch. How of- did Sheng not talk about that on the show? He should have led. Well, with it was crab. Before, oh, you never before. been to the crab club. You're not part of the club. God damn! I feel it was, like no. Well, here it's now. Carl's a lobster man. That's why. No, no a crab man. It's, it's mad Chinese. Fuck lobster. <laughs> it's it's like it's like basically like me and Sheng and like four or five other. Five no other, round eyes allowed. I get it. Like Chinese. I will just say, some person, some, one person brought their white boyfriend. And it was time. like, you're out of the club. You're and out of the very, club. It was a discussion. No, but um, <laughs> basically, the way it goes is um, anytime we go to an Asian market and um, like the crab, the Dungeness crab right. dips below like eight ninety nine a pound. Well, we have it's to like s- McDonald's. Like, yeah. You see the we, price? We, we, you we, buy. Send, we send a pick to the, to the thread. The club activates. Yeah, basically. It is basically anytime cl- crab is cheap. You got to buy crab for everyone. <laughs> so I had like, I don't know, like... It's really a pay, f- what's pay it cheap? forward system, man. Yeah, what's cheap for crab? Uh, we're, I think we we're, our line is eight ninety nine, seven ninety nine. a pound. So if it, if it dips below seven ninety nine a pound, you're in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then how much do you buy? One for everyone. Okay. Dungeness. So you so, buy... I mean, how many people are in the crab club? Oh, uh, four or five, depending. Okay. Yeah. So you, you see the price... You buy five nice juicy boys. Yeah, yeah. You get on your phone, your crab-shaped phone that right. only has like a direct line to all you the You activate yeah, yeah. the, the team. Club. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's like just hit it. And the way the thing that we do um, that I really like is um, so, you know, it's it's a, it, it we we do it a little bit Chinese style with like the black vinegar and ginger. Love that. Yeah. Um you need more black vinegar. Black vinegar, baby. Man, I could have I actually have an extra bottle of black vinegar in my house. Fuck. Fuck. I'll I'll run I'll, I'll run a crab stock and black vinegar. How do you know it's extra, man? <laughs> well, because someone someone basically two people brought black vinegar last time I hosted right. Crab Club, and I was like, no white friends, but black just, vinegar for sure. More vinegar for you at it's home. Too much, man. It's too much. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a burden. It's a burden I'm, at that. Don't point. Don't, don't, don't let Grandma T hear that. <laughs> I just I just don't know how, how much I could use in like before. I guess it doesn't. Yeah, go bring bad. it over. Whatever. It'll turn to a, like a oily syrup at some point, sure. which is pretty gross. Um. But uh, we we take the crab um, the the guts and pour it pour whatever we don't like you know just eat ourselves into right. a communal bowl okay. and then take that bowl and reduce it with garlic and ginger mm-hmm. um, and a little bit of butter and then um, do either uh, we've done like uh, like Taiwanese noodles before but we've also just thrown linguine in that and that that's how we that's how great. we finish the meal oh yeah God it's so a little butter great. in there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Creaminess. Sometimes, sometimes uh, white wine if we have it. Okay. Sometimes the Shaoxing wine. Um, Damn, Crab Club. Crab Club. Shit. I mean, maybe Shane can bring. bring Where, what are crab as, prices at? I know you have the ticker on your phone. Check the crab ticker. Oh, something's Where are up. We at? Something's wrong. I, I was at the, the markets I, are up. I was at Ninety Nine Ranch. Uh, the Nisei is strong. Two days ago. This shit was 18 bucks a pound. So something's wrong. What? We're, we're in the Dungeness season. Something's up. Are we in a crab bubble right now? I mean, I hope. Otherwise, I, I hope this isn't the new normal. Because normally, crab club can't meet for two years. Normally, around I haven't the, seen my friends. Normally, around crab this prices time, are it's too like high. Five bucks. We're in the fucking prime time for crab Jesus. prices. Jesus, man. Something's David up. Chang's well, buying maybe, it all for the crab fried rice. Suck it up and spend twice the price. Chang's like McDonald's. He's buying <laughs> up all yeah. the fucking crab. <laughs> There's a crab witch on McDonald's menu now. And he's like, <laughs> what happened? I told you I had a lobster roll at McDonald's crab. in Maine. It was very good. 
Oh Wait, man. When? When was this? I was like 13. Oh, well no. I love I love McDonald's regional. Oh, love regional shit. The the lamb burger? What? Never had that? I had Where that is that? In, uh, that was like so the McDonald's by my cousin's house in San Diego. Has a lamb burger? Well, no, it used to be one of the test uh Oh, McDonald's. okay. So they would have weird shit. They they had the um that like uh custard pie like I've never even heard well, of it. I don't even know what the that fuck that is. That sounds great. It's basically the McDonald's pie shell filled with that sounds great. Pudding. I don't fucking know what it was. Because I never liked McDonald's, but those those apple pies were yeah. fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had that before, like in just like a plain white box before, and then they had like a run where they did lamb burgers for like a week or two. I do know McDonald's is bringing in bacon cheese fries for the for 2019. I think that's going to be big. Oh. Wow. Yeah. But that means they got to... Trying to piggyback off that Wendy's success. New cheese. How are they going to get liquid cheese? I don't know. They, I don't think they are. You know they're working are. on it right now. I think they're going to pull, pull an in and out and just like salamander the no, cheese. No, you can't do that. Yeah, you can. That's Everyone hates on in and out fries. I like the fries. My main concern <laughs> is when you get animal style, you have a very small window before it cools and then yeah. it basically becomes an, like a, just a brick. Yeah, yeah. And you know yeah. what? All the sheep are still fucking buying it up. Yeah. I like it. It's just you have to eat it quickly while it's hot. Yeah. You really got to go. You got to go fast. I never get, I never get, like, I don't care about the fries. I like In N Out fries. I feel like they're unfairly I, I maligned. I just get my single cheeseburger and I'm happy, pappy. But I'm, are you, I'm, I'm of the, <laughs> uh, is shaking his head at my I single like, cheeseburger. I like the greasy fry. So I like, like Five fries. Guys fries, which, like, but I like that they're fresh. You can so see grease. them making, is that what it is? you, you yeah. can see them with the potato and the press. They, no, the no, potato. No, 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 but I, that's why I like In N Out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Crazy. Yeah, it's but that's I what like, a fries I like. The, like the weird bottom of the McDonald's, like the two or three extra mm, greasy ones. Okay, in the fully of the soaked through. Yeah, that's my favorite fry. Just ladle on a little bit of that uh, fryer oil on top of those guys. I basically just want a mashed potato in a tube. I'm realizing now that we're talking. Gogurt. But it's but it's mashed potatoes and butter, dude. That oh has to I, is that, that goatates? That is that what I I would imagine that's what astronaut mashed potatoes are. Like, <laughs> right. right, it's just you a tube you roll imagine. it into your mouth. Uh, well, we're how's we're, that, listeners? You like that sound? Yeah, Sorry, that's right. <laughs> little ASMR for ya. Yeah. Who well, we're coming to the end now? here, but uh, I I do want to say. I hope you'll consider Joel and I as guests at Crab Club at some point. I know I think, it's I think, frowned upon to bring Caucasians into the sacred circle. Hey, leave me out of this fucking white devil. I'm Guatemala. <laughs> Joel is technically yeah, yeah. That's not Caucasian. I think we should. Um, no, I, I had I did a, a different. We just can't call it Crab Club okay. or Chinese Crab Club for. Can we just start a new thing where it's reasons. us and then you just bring over uh, black vinegar and we eat crabs? That's what I'm saying, dog. Can we just take shots of black vinegar? Oof. Yeah, crab cl- Chinese crab club. It's triple C. But then again, I don't want to. We got one. I don't want to ostracize you from Crab Club because if they find out you've started an offshoot no. from Crab Club, it's like it's oh no, <laughs> it's like you started a side project. Then you're going to be ostracized by your friends. We don't no, want that. No, 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 no. You, we do want that. It's okay. I had white people over for crab the other day. It was fine. All right. Actually, it was literally it everyone was at Crab Club texted me. It was like, what the fuck? What you the doing? fuck are you doing? We fuck? saw what you're doing on Instagram. <laughs> are there white people in your house right now? And I was like. Oh, dog. oh, sorry, dog. No. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Please take this gift of black vinegar as penance. I know. Well, yeah. we we gotta watch the crab markets because it's it's fucking sky high right hey, now. You know but what? It really your thing. If you ever need crab, just get it through me because I can get it for a cheaper. Oh, so price. generous. Oh, shit. So generous. I can always get it for you for cheaper. I got, um, I got it for cheap. This is like the clips, but for crab. Well, let's this plug. Let's plug your pod. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. Is this racist? Yep. Um, great yeah. pod. If Thanks. if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Hit us up. Uh, it's at 
Yo, is this racist? I believe that's right. Uh, you are at Andrew, Andrew T. T. Less than misspelled T. That's T. I. Uh, a good follow. Yeah. Um, When's this coming out? This will this will be out shortly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Plug uh, some shit. We're gonna be, be up at uh, San Francisco Sketch Fest. Oh, Sketch Fest. There uh, you go. The twentieth, and then a podcast festival called. Ah, listen up, Portland. I think nice in the in mid February. You're on the circuit, trying to trying to do circuit. more like live shit. Bring them some black vinegar, folks. You guys, uh, how was your live show? It was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, somebody, two people drank ranch, one of yeah. which was blind. We saw a blind guy house some ranch dressing. Tight. You don't see that a lot. That's got a that that's highlight of my life actually. And we experience. spread Perone awareness, which is our overall goal of this podcast. <laughs> sure, sure. So you know, as I long can, as we can, as long as we can introduce the Perone to one person, we have succeeded. That's a, that's. I'm just saying. I feel like like all the cooking podcasts should do more live shit because it's a lot more interactive. Damn Everyone right. Eats. You know, uh, that many people next time, jo- next time questions. Joel's going to cook for everybody and it'll just be, yeah. it'll what? be free food. Oh what? yeah. 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 What are you roping in? All right. That's yeah, a, yeah. that's a yelling about pate guarantee right. free bites all around. <laughs> As always, you can follow me at Carl Hess on Twitter and Instagram. Joel's at Joel David Miller. The oh, pod nice. is at yap pod. That's Y A P P O D. You can reach us. Uh, yap four twenty sixty nine at gmail.com. Send us your food opinions and we'll tell you, if they're bad or not, and they probably are. Let me just let me just say that they probably are. Nah, they're right good. off the bat. We'll just start come from there. in real hot. Come in real hot. Real hot. I'm angry at the boys. We're gonna we're gonna open up a food opinion hotline, and uh, you really should. And you'll you'll consult. Highly recommend. You'll it. consult. Yeah, yeah. Um. Subscribe on iTunes if you haven't, and leave a review. Always helps. And uh, Andrew, it's been a goddamn pleasure. Thanks for yeah. having me, dudes. Yeah. Uh, and I look forward to triple C to you know CCC, baby. <laughs> you know, crab I mean, prices Chal- finally California going down. Get me getting the crab invite. You know, no rush on, we'll on your out, time. On we'll your figure time. out the crab extravaganza. Yeah, we'll, crab extravaganza. We'll we'll I like that. Hell yeah, dogs. Um, uh, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, we'll be back next week. Go eat something delicious.